Visiting with our Shap of the Week, it is junior defensive end and son of Coach Brian Vosick. He is Colton Vosick. And Colton, you know, after being on the team last year and kind of waiting your turn, what's it like to be on this road now as a starter, getting your first three games under your belt, your first bye week and going into the district opener? What's it like to finally be a Westlake football player? You know, it was great last year uh, seeing how the state championship team played out with dudes like Hayden Bray, Nick Hogan, kind of just watching them. And now, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing. It's great to be a starter. You look like this hybrid version of your mom and dad, but I think when everybody looks at the defensive end spot at Westlake, I think people look at six foot six and six foot seven and they think, okay, well, the defensive ends at Westlake are the, the most giant human beings we've ever seen in a high school football uniform. But I think people overlook just how fast you guys are. Really, when it comes to defensive end play, it's not necessarily your size, but it's your speed that matters. I think that I think people overlook that. Yeah, I think speed definitely helps. Um, you know, we're not the biggest dudes. Me and Ethan, we're 6'6", 220, around that. Speed definitely helps, even though we're not the rest of the D-line, too. Nate Wayne, he's also, I mean, D tackle, he's not the biggest dude, but we got speed. We're all very athletic. It's really interesting how the offensive line was bigger last year. The defensive line collectively was bigger last year, pound for pound. This year, a little undersized. You know, the most experienced unit on the field is the offensive line, but they're about 20 to 30 pounds lighter than they were a year ago. And the most inexperienced group is the defensive front and you guys are more athletic. What do you see as kind of the main difference from the defensive line this year and the defensive line from last year? So the defensive line last year, you know, there's a lot of experience because they won the state championship the year before that. Nick Hogan, Hayden Bray, all those dudes were on the state championship team before that. Me and Ethan and Nate and everyone else who was pulled up, Ponce, well, none of us started. We all got to, like, experience how it was like being on a state championship team. We experienced what they experienced and we have several guys that, that kind of talk about that, Colton, is that they got to watch. And it's not so much they got to watch the players before them play. It's more that they got to watch how they prepared to play a game or how they made in-game adjustments or the attitude. And we, we go through a lot with this and the guys in the defensive backfield. And we talked to Carter a couple of weeks ago, and he mentioned the same thing. It's like, when I was a sophomore, they did this, they did this, they did this. So now that I'm the senior, I've got to look back and go, okay, I, I want to repeat this process because we know this, this process works. It's it's tangible. It means rings and medals. That's what it means. Yes. Is, that yes. something, is that something that you kind of hold on to? Because you're kind of right in the middle. Being a junior, obviously you do have another year. You are now starting to, to develop a little bit of a leadership position yourself. Looking up to guys, even – Ethan Berg, I mean, he's a senior. I, I still look up to him. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're both starters. I still very much look up to him. What's the one thing that you think Ethan taught you last year by being that guy that got some playing time, maybe not a starter, but got starter minutes, and especially in the state championship game? What do you think you learned most from him? Like, I like the technique he uses. He's very quick off the ball, and I don't know if you remember that state championship game. You had one of the best plays, like the blindside hit on that QB, made him fumble. I look up to a speed. I watch the speed a lot. I try to resemble my play at kind of like that. I know you watch a lot of football, and I think that's the big thing for Westlake. Everybody always asks me, what's the difference? And I said, well, I've never met a group of kids that is so technologically savvy where they are watching film all the time. Do you ever watch football for fun? Yeah, I love watching college football on Saturday. I mean, that's like what I do all day. I'll be like breaking down my uh, position group. I'll be watching all the DNs, watching their techniques. On the NFL on Sundays too, last Sunday Chandler Jones had 
five sacks in one game, on pace for 85 sacks on the year. It's just crazy. I love watching their techniques and trying to, like, resemble that in my game. What are the main things that you watch for in some of the guys at the next level? Watching, like, Joey Bosa on his pass rush techniques. Like, he even has some YouTube videos he puts out on footwork drills and all that. Techniques they use on the pass rush to get the O-line to stumble and get their feet all jacked up. We talk a lot about how this team really loves football. There's a core nucleus of, of guys that really enjoys not only playing, but also what I call the suck. You know, you enjoy the grind as much as you enjoy playing the games. You're our second coach's kid. So Michael McKelvey joined us before the Summit game, and you're joining us now here before the district opener with Del Valley, and it's the second coach's kid. And I know that that experience has been unique, especially for you, because your dad's lasted for three coaches. You know, it was on Coach Longstaff, on Coach Allman's staff, and retained on Coach Dodge's staff. So you've grown up in Westlake, really, when you think about it. You've been around this field house a long time. What are some of the things that you remember first about being around this community? My first couple of years around this community, I was actually a ball boy for Westlake. Been around them, all the coaches. I've known them for a very, very long time. And now that I'm up here, like, being a coach's kid, it's not always the most fun thing, but at the end of the day, I know he's going to get me to where I need to be. Coach McKelvey is not his position coach, but your dad is not only a coach on the staff, but he is your position coach. What's that relationship like? Do you guys ever turn off football? What's what's your approach with your dad? When we're playing football, I mean, it's all football. He's going to coach me up just like he coaches the other guys, and he's going to be hard on me just like he is on the other guys. When we're back at home, like, we kind of break things down. He kind of turns the coach mode off. We'll watch some film, kind of, like, be a true dad. There, there's a lot there that really resonates with me on the ability to kind of turn it off. And it's very similar to what they ask you to do. When you're on the field, turn it on. When you're off the field, turn it off. You ever find your, yourself in a moment where you go, hey, Dad, could you please, like, you know, stop coaching me? <laughs> Just be my dad. Do you ever, do you ever actually verbalize it i never say it i mean i feel it though like in practice i'll be like come on now like i I know what he's trying to do and i know it's all it's only going to help me in the long run you talk about this being a football family and growing up in this environment and being a ball boy and all the way up to now being a starter as a junior i know that there's one big fan that we never really talk about and that's mom Mm-hmm. And and mom shows up on social media all the time. She's liking everything. She's loving everything. And that's what I love about this is that she kind of gets to be the fan of all three of you. You know, you've got a, a brother that's a freshman. You've got you. You've got dad as a coach. What do you think it's like for her? What do you, What are some of the things that you see that she enjoys most about this? I'll be watching film at home with my dad, and she'll be like kind of watching, trying to catch on to some things. She doesn't always get it, but she tries her best to understand what she can. I, I bet she actually has some pointers for you at some times. Yeah, you know, she does. Does she ever catch your body language on the field? Does she ever catch you in, in moments and say, hey, you know, I may not know these X's and O's, but I know you. Would yeah, you- she's she's honest with me. She ain't going to tell me I played well if I didn't play, have a good game or anything like that. We talked a lot about bravery in the week before Trinity. When you have a game like Summit, where you were pushed a little bit, you were tested a little bit. I have to ask you, as one of the starters on the defensive side of the ball, there was no most productive defensive player out of that game. One thing I've kind of held on to is what could have been a trap week wound up not being a trap week. You guys took care of business. But as excited as everybody was following the Trinity game, you had to go right back to work to Summit. And now, in a lot of ways, you've had to go right back to work for Del Valley. As a junior learning your role and kind of figuring out what kind of person you've got to be for your teammates. What's some of the things that you kind of learned from the Trinity game, Summit, and then the bye week getting ready for Del Valley? Yeah, so we kind of use like the 24-hour rule. 
we enjoyed winning games for 24 hours, then we're right back in the film for the next game. And that's how it usually goes for every single week. What did you learn about yourself? How does that carry into your personality for the remainder of the season? Yeah, Ulysses Trinity was definitely a test for the entire D-line. I mean, they're a very physical group of guys. They like to run the ball a lot. I think we found out that we're, we can, we have the potential to be a very physical D-line. We have the potential to be one of the best D-lines to ever come through Westlake. And potential is a big word, and it just means that you're not at the point where you need to be. And we need to get up to that point to where we can be the best. What are some of the things that you do personally to get ready? I know that a lot of guys have different routines. They listen to music. I remember on the 2019 team, it seems like everybody wanted to take a nap in the weight room before taking the field. But you played through the COVID season. But what are some of the things that you do to kind of make sure that you're ready to, to play a game on Friday night? Yeah, I'm big on listening to music. Usually, like, pregame, I don't really like talking to people at all. I'm, I, I mean, I get locked in. I'm ready to roll. Listening to rap and... All that before a game, just like most people. Your dad played this position at a very high level. You look at a Southwest Conference defensive line, that's no joke, and everybody knows that. You know, you never saw your dad play. Have you ever seen clips of your dad? Have you ever had the opportunity to kind of go back and see what kind of a defensive lineman he was? I have. So Longhorn Network, every once in a while, they'll play some of the old 1995 bowl games or the games against OU, and he'll be in there, and I'll be watching, and it's pretty cool to see. Your dad has relationships from those all those folks that played on those teams, some of the guys that he's played against. And then you start thinking about, well, wait a minute. If I ever have a question, I've got a pretty good offensive lineman that I could call. And, you know, we always joked with Dan Neal when David was here is that, hey, that's the one thing that if you ever want, like, jab at your dad, it's when David switched and said, no, I'm not playing offensive line, Pop. I'm going to go to the defensive line. You play in the same position as your dad. What are those conversations like? You know, just not necessarily from a player to a coach or a coach to a player. What are some of those tricks of the trade that your dad's kind of said, hey, let's let's talk about how ways you can be better and use this to your advantage? Yeah, so he played at UT, so he obviously, I mean, he knows what it takes to be a Division One defensive lineman. When we're doing run hole and one-on-ones, like he know, he'll tell us like tips and tricks that'll act like, like, actually like end up working against like the O-line, like Connor and Ray and them. It's pretty cool to see how it all plays out because he's always right. Practice is a big deal around here, and there's almost more competition going on in practice than there is in games, and it really just kind of puts everything in perspective. And I started to think about this. you got the best offensive mind in high school football, arguably. you got the best defensive mind, arguably, in high school football, and both those guys go at it every single day in practice. Then you've got the best wide receivers, the best quarterback, the best offensive line, the best defensive line, the best defensive backfield, the linebackers, considering where we are now, the number one defense in the state, the number one offense in the state. Do you find that you get a lot more at a practice because of the amount of competition there's there, that's there and going up against guys like Bray and Connor and Michael and all those guys that have been playing offensive line for a very long time? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Bray, Connor, Michael, Jack, I mean, those, Natty even, those, those are all college potential like offensive linemen. And every time we go up against them, get at least one percent better every day and we always they always tell us like you know you're never going to face an o-line that is like as good as the one that we have practicing every single day you know we always talk about some of the coaches they have their own personalities they have their own sayings but what are some of the things that coach Vosick says all the time that's kind of just burned in your memory he likes using the term like cats he's always like y'all cats ready to rock and roll that's kind of like his saying. All the D-linemen will agree with me on that one, I know for sure. Final thought as we visit with our Shap of the Week, Colton Vosick. You know, you have a unique opportunity this year to do something that 
Westlake's never done before. Obviously, last year was historic. The year before that was historic. And you get to keep adding on to the history. It's almost like you're writing the history of Westlake football every single time you take the field. There's a tremendous amount of responsibility that kind of comes with coming off back-to-back state championships. What are some of the things that you want to take from this season and, and apply it, some of the things that you've seen in your freshman and sophomore seasons that you would like to see built upon personally? Yeah, so one thing I'm kind of working on is being a leader. Like leaders for me, Nick Hogan, we won a state championship with them. I know what it takes for us to win a state championship, and I want to keep everyone accountable Like when it comes to my play personally. There's no critic like your own so when you're sitting down watching film and you're you're kind of looking at everybody this is not me the coach telling you you've done something wrong or you've made a mistake here let's correct it it's your own teammates that are that are chiming in there's a lot of people around the state of texas on friday night will say hey play for the man next to you but they don't actually know what that means until you kind of get in the film room and kind of understand it and it seems like there's an atmosphere in this field house where it's not the coaches that have to reprimand their players it's it's the players themselves and that really speaks to really the atmosphere here we all hold each other accountable that's like one of our big things I mean if anyone's ever skipping a practice or skipping a lift we make sure that they're there next day we make sure they're punched for and they run for it whatever like in the weight room making sure you get all your reps and even in the film room like if you see someone doing something wrong someone will correct you and doesn't even have to always be my dad coach Vosig it'll be Ethan Burke correcting me or anyone who sees something. He's Colton Vosick. He's our Shab of the Week. Colton, thanks so much for doing this, and good luck. Yeah, thank you.